0: Welcome to the first ever The Average Football Pod. So, my name's Craig Turner. So, basically what this is about is about about football. And um, I am an average football fan. So, what I believe what an average football fan is, is that he'll support his team. So, I am a Maynard fan, but I also follow Cambridge United, because they are technically the local team, um, considering I live in St. Neots, um so I'm sort of in between a lot of teams. So I've got MK Dons, Peterborough, Stevenage, and um, Neitz, Stevenage, um, Cambridge, Norwich, Ipswich and also 45 minute train journey to London teams as well. So I'm in between quite a few teams and Northampton as well to include them. So I have got a pick of a lot of teams to follow, a lot of games to watch, but um, I tend to go watch Cambridge as they're the team that I sort of watched the most as I was growing up. Of course, Man United as well. So basically, I am an average football fan, so I will sit and watch football. I will watch the Premier League games. i watch Champions League. I'll watch maybe sometimes Europa League and the odd Championship League 1, League 2 game if it's on telly. And it's an interesting game. Also, Euros and World Cups when they come around, of course. I am with my England shirt, wearing it all day, every day, hoping that, one day, we're going to see England lift that loveless, illustrious trophies. So, came close. Um, so, I, a bit a little bit about me. I am an average fan, as I've said before. Uh, I used to be a not shareholder of one share, which, when uh, United got sold to the Glazers, I was given one penny for. So, worth a lot of value, that share was. Um, also, I... Used to play football at an average level, so i never played at high level. Uh, I say average level; it was really low level, especially around this area. Um, so, I also take a keen interest in football stories that goes around the ground uh, Europe and around England. So, at the moment, I am fascinated to know of the story of Barcelona at the moment and what's going on with the club and how and why they're in such financial dire straits as they are having to sell their players having to reduce the wage budget and then you read the media and the fact that they've been linked to players even though they can't afford them which boggles my mind that these stories even exist when the average football fan looks at Barcelona and sees the fact they are in such financial problems that how can they sign like a Bamiang, like he was linked in the summer. They cannot afford him. They cannot pay his wages. So why is the story even out there for even to be, even entertain people? Barcelona cannot afford anyone. They will not buy many people. And the fact they could barely sign Aguero this season and the fact that players have had to take a massive pay cut so that they could register him, boggles my mind that these stories exist. So the idea of this pod... Is that um, I want to showcase different teams. I will talk about Premier League mostly. Because they're the teams that most people want to watch and listen to. Also I will talk. I will pick maybe six games out of the ten. That could be good games over the weekend. I will of course talk about the big games of the weekend. So like this weekend for example. The um, Chelsea Spurs game. But also trying to talk about the smaller teams. So. Of the Premier League because people do forget that the Premier League is not out six teams; it's out twenty. So, game teams like Burnley, Brighton, Wolves, Leeds, Leicester, teams you know Southampton. All these teams will get ample billing. So, it tends to be on some podcasts or, or football podcasts that they talk about the top six majority through the show and not really consider that. Brighton might have a big game this weekend. Burnley haven't got a big game this weekend. Brentford, Norwich, they've all got big games that have implications to their season as well. So what we're going to start off with, I am um, going to start off with the game at the start of the week. So this is recorded on Friday at quarter past three. So not too long now until the first game of the weekend starts. And it's Newcastle against Leeds. So both on Sky Sports later at 7.45 kickoff, I've led to believe. So it could be a big game. Well, it is a big game for both teams. Both teams both need a win as both teams haven't won this year so far. Both had relatively a hard run, I would say, at the start of the season. Um, Leeds with United, Liverpool. It's not an ideal start of the season you want at the start of the first four games of the year, is that you don't really want to play two of the top teams in the country. Newcastle, they've had um, Liverpool, Burnley, Everton, United. They've been tough teams. Sorry, I'm looking at the wrong one. So, for them to start last year, and they've got West Ham at the start of the season, Villa. Tough game, considering where they want to be this year and Southampton they're going to be a difficult team to beat this year I feel if you looked at what they've done this what Southampton are going to do this year and playing and may not have struggled to um, get a draw out of them at um, St Mary's a few weeks back so I think Southampton are going to be that team that go under the radar this year I rate Hassan Hoot as a manager so Newcastle shouldn't be Newcastle fans shouldn't be too downhearted about where they currently are at the moment also it doesn't help with Newcastle that A, they've got no Callum Wilson that's a big loss for them, I know ASM is a huge player for Newcastle but Callum Wilson's the one that will get them goals and maybe Willock could do it this year but I think there's a lot of pressure on the young lad's shoulders and um, I hope he doesn't turn into like a Ream Brewster of Sheffield United, he's still yet to score for him and again lots of expectations a lot of hype around him goes to South Sheffield United expecting to do the business there but hasn't done it yet so hopefully that will happen um, for Willock Um, Newcastle fans they want to have a good team but with that investment not being there it does show where Newcastle currently are and for the last couple of years they've said they're a championship team playing in the Premiership they haven't really added mass amounts to the current side that went up in the championship. And are they on pro the same level as they were three years ago? Probably. Um, Steve Bruce seems to want to be sacked now um, by what he's been saying. It's all a bit odd, but again... I get where he's coming from with the pressure. He's a Newcastle fan. He wants to do well. But then Newcastle fans were looking to want him to get out. The next manager is only going to get the same hassle and the same problems because Mike Ashley will bring him in and it will be he's a yes man and that will only cause rifts in the squad still and with the fans. So I personally can't see Eddie Howe going there. It's a big club, but what is next for Newcastle If they get rid of Bruce Eddie Howe doesn't come in There's not a lot of managers out there That I don't think the fans would be happy with But you never know Who knows um, Leeds um, Being a main fan They play well Dan James is a good signing for Leeds He's a little bit inconsistent in his performances But Leeds have got a fantastic squad With Bamford and Rafinha Um Bamford looks like he's fit to play tonight and Rafinha is going to be their star player this season for Leeds I think Leeds are probably going to nick this and win maybe maybe 2-1 3-1 it'll be hard for Newcastle to watch but I just think Leeds might have the goods to do it if there's a draw I don't know where Leeds go from this really because this is the game that Leeds want to bounce back from the start of the season they've had Um, if Newcastle get the draw against Leeds or if they even win against Leeds, it's a big boost for Newcastle and hopefully on the way to getting them into a safe position for, um, into, not, into safety really, because Newcastle are going to probably be in a relegation battle, but they're probably going to be on that cusp of teams that will be safe to stay up, but always flirting with relegation if they have a few bad games. But by the end of the season, they'll probably end up finishing 14th only between 14th and 11th, so who knows. I think players to look out for tonight is Bamford, Rafinha, as I said. Stuart Dallas has been playing fantastic well. Luke Ayling as well, big. he's a great player. And of course, Calvin Phillips, England's best uh, player of the year. Can't ignore him. Uh, for Lee, for Newcastle, ASM is is a fantastic player. Will he be at Newcastle by the end of the season if he has a good year? Probably not. Will he kick on to another side? I could see him at a villa or something like that, really, as the next step up. Callum Wilson's a big loss for Newcastle. He will score with Newcastle 15 goals this year. He just needs to stay fit and consistent. And if he stays fit, he'll get Newcastle goals. And, of course, Wilcox. Wilcox is the big player for him. Big signing, or well, the only signing. Um, I think then he had a good end to the season last year. I just don't know. I don't know if he's going to do it. For him. we'll see, we'll see. So, we'll do a little quick one on that one because the match by the time this pod comes out, hopefully it will come out in time for the match. Or you might have been, or it's been gone. So, well on Leeds or well on Newcastle or what a draw. That was a good draw. Who knows? Henshin the beds. Okay, right. Moving on. So three o'clock kickoffs for tomorrow. The next match: Norwich against Watford now. This is a really big match in terms of the season. Um, Newcastle, uh, sorry, Newcastle. Watford have already got the victory at the first at the first game of the season. Norwich are still looking to win. They've only scored one goal, which was against Leicester, but they have had a torrid run at the start of the season. You can't, you know, everyone that's been having a go at Norwich for how they've been playing this year. Already, you can't have a go at them. They've had. New, they've had Liverpool, they've had Man City, they've had Leicester, they've had Arsenal to a point. But I'm staying away from Arsenal fans and trying not to upset them because I know there's a lot of abuse if you badmouth Arsenal. And same with Newcastle fans, so Newcastle, I do apologise for anything I've said before. But Norwich are looking for the first one of the season. They're finally not playing in the top six team, so hopefully, you'll be able to see the real Norwich t- um, tomorrow and see that they can actually mix it up and get a win, give the fans what they want, because it'll be a good atmosphere at Carrow Road tomorrow. Um, they didn't play great against Arsenal. Arsenal needed to win, so I feel that like Arsenal probably wanted the, the win and the result more than Norwich did at, um, last weekend, um, and Arsenal were a bit fortunate with how the goal went in, but you know, it was a fair goal. Um Hopefully, Norwich should be a bit buoyed at the fact they're not playing a top-six team. They can go out a bit more, be a bit more freer against Watford. Um, Watford are looking to break their scoring duck at the moment. They haven't scored since the first game of the season. Also, they have lost four games in a row, so they desperately need to get some form back up and running. Even a draw for both teams would be fantastic just to get them up and running on the points board a little bit more. Where Norwich sense Watford four points is a good return considering where they've come from this season and last season. So I think players to look out for for the match tomorrow is Todd Campwell, fantastic player for Norwich. Um, I'm surprised no one went in for him in the summer, thought he might have got the move, and maybe that, that might come in January or at the end of the year. Uh, Timo Puki started the season well when Norwich will last in the Premiership. great right. four games they've just had, it's going to be very difficult for him to get on the score sheet against the teams that they've played. So hopefully he might able to open his account against Watford. And Billy Gilmore, um, fantastic for Scotland in the summer. Um, Chelsea record rate him really highly for him to go on loan to Norwich. Um, and hopefully he can get some consistency and run the games. And once he settles at Norwich, he could be a really good player for him this year. Also, note Brandon Williams from May United. Being me a united fan, I think Brandon Williams is a fantastic left-back and very, very assured. So if he can get settled there as well, I think Norwich have got a really good player for the season there. Um, for Watford, um, Dennis, he started the season well. Um, he's not been too bad. Sar, of course, he's their star player. Sar and star player. Um... Hopefully he can kick on and have a really good season this year because the first season of the Premiership didn't really light up. The Premiership played well in the Championship last year. And you're looking at Hernandez as well. scored a couple of goals at the start of the season um, in the 3-0 win. He hasn't really done much since then. Um, I think they were saying it's a bit early for him at the start of the season. I don't think they thought he'd make the impact as he did at the start on the first game of the season. First game of the season, someone always does well. First game, and it can be a little bit misleading in terms of how they're going to perform for the rest of the season. So hopefully that was not a little bit of a flash in the pan, and that he will come good maybe on Saturday. Um, I think the I think the match could end up as a draw, a score draw, right, which will suit both teams. But at the same time, I could see either side nicking the win, having like a one nil or two. Uh, 1-0 win for both sides or a 2-1. It should be a really entertaining game, actually. So hopefully match of the day um, will show it well on Saturday and hopefully it'll be not the last game. I hope it's not one of the boring games. OK, next up, next match. Burnley versus Arsenal. Now, I, like I say, I'm going to try and not to... Um, badmouth Arsenal because I know Arsenal fans can get really sensitive if you slag them off or um, badmouth them too much. But they've got a really tough game on Saturday, especially at Turf Moor. Burnley need to get we need to start bouncing into bouncing back into getting into some form, putting their stuff about for Turf Moor fans and the Burnley fans. Um, they'll be up for it because um, they know Arsenal for the taking. And I'm not sure how Arsenal will do in the physical sense against Burnley because Burnley will be physical and also with the slightly new rules for this season it is a bit more physical this year so Burnley will exploit Arsenal's potential weakness in that sense. Um, Arteta is still under pressure with the win that um, they had last week against Norwich. Arsenal fans were hoping that they'll hopefully get a win this weekend against Burnley but also Burnley need a win Um They played well for the first half against Everton for Burnley. You know, started well against Everton, scored that goal, and then they just fell apart. What might boost them is that uh, Sean Dyche signing a new four-year deal, which will help them massively, and Burnley. Sean Dyche is a fantastic manager, and to have him locked up for the next four years is great for both sides, really. Um, The game has a real 50-50 to it, which is a bit odd saying, considering... It's, us, it's Burnley versus Arsenal. In previous years, you'd think Arsenal would win this comfortably. But for some reason, you just look at and go, I think Burnley could turn up or Burnley could really cause an upset tomorrow against Arsenal. It's Arsenal have got to be up for the challenge, for the physicality. If they're not, Burnley will win. If they are, then I think Arsenal could win 2-3, um, even 4-0 tomorrow. And it could be a really difficult season for Burnley this year but they've really got to be up for it. Uh, a banging scored last week, so maybe this could be the start of him coming back into form because he was very patchy last year and struggled a lot last year. I know a lot of fancy football players had him in at the start thinking he was going to bang it in 15 to 20 goals. And it just never happened. He was really inconsistent, injured, had some issues off the field. So hopefully that's all behind him and he can get back up and running again into his scoring ways because I say everyone's Arsenal fans are really excited that he signed the contract last year and they've said that maybe he's taken his eye off uh, the thing off the pulse a little bit off the ball since he signed the new contract and not put the effort in as much Um, hopefully this this is the way to prove his doubt is wrong and he can show that he has still got the quality to push Arsenal up the table a little bit more and hopefully get into Europe again So we're going to consolidate that game. So we'll see how that game ends up tomorrow at 5.30. And I think that'll be one of the last games on match of the day. What could be the first game, depending on how it is. Okay, right. Next up, last game on the Saturday, Villa versus Everton. So a real, real, um, it's a battle, I would say, of the mid-table clubs um Villa and Everton are both looking to push on from their finishes last year it seems Villa are more the up than Everton um both want to get into Europe I think Europa Conference League is probably the more likely scenario for both of them um But if both of them could put a cup run together in the FA Cup or Carabao, that would be fantastic for them as well because they need something to get the fans on side a little bit. Rafa Benitez especially, being a former Liverpool fan, there's still some Everton fans that are really dead against him being there. So he needs to win them over and really sort of show him that he's dedicated to the cause for them. Um, Everton have started really well under Rafa. It's unfortunate that Dominic Calvert Lewin is out for the next two to three weeks. Big blow for them. But Ric Carlson, start of every year, always shows that he's got quality at the start of everything. He tails off at the end after sort of Christmas, Easter time. He tails off. But Rick Carlson always at the start of the year, always shows that he's got some goals in him, got some assists, loves to start. For the since he's been in the premiership with Watford and Everton, always bangs in a few goals at the start of the season and then tails off and just can't be consistent. Damari Gray has been an absolute revelation for Everton this year. So is Andros Townsend, both of them two hard workers. Damari Gray getting them for £1.5 million, Absolute bargain from um, Leverkusen. He's done well. He's a really good player. The problem with Leicester, when he was at Leicester, just didn't play the games enough and wasn't consistent. Hopefully under Rafa, he's got a manager that trusts in him and he's able to put hours in and be consistent doing it. And Everton are going to see rewards for that. And also England, because no doubt he plays well for Everton, he'll get an England squad. So Villa are looking to bounce back from last Saturday's disappointment against Chelsea. They played well, but again, playing Champions of Europe. Lukaku on form as he is it's going to be a hard ask to get a, vi- a little result at Stanford Bridge especially um, you'd think maybe when they come back at Villa Park it's a different atmosphere because I, I always enjoy the Villa Chelsea game for some reason it just seems like there's an upset on the guards with that game um, Watkins could be back so hopefully fingers crossed he'll be back but Danny Ings fantastic buy for them bit of a shock buy came out of nowhere in the summer and he's already scored a couple of goals, so hopefully he can score a couple of goals or get a goal for Villa this weekend, give the Villa fans a big boost to get their season up and running, really. Um, it looks like there's going to be goals in this match as well. Um, Everton have been scoring goals for fun. Um, Villa have struggled defensively a little bit. Um, I think signing Turner's AEB on loan has been a great great deal for them. And he's a big big defender, Um Hopefully he'll stay at United, but I I rate him a lot. He's a really, really good player, really good defender. Um, and being back at Villa for the second for his second spell there is only going to help him with him and Mings alongside each other and um, Konza, very good defender as well, very underrated, and potentially England player as in the future. So we'll see, but definitely goals in this game. So it could be a fantastic game to watch tomorrow night on Sky for the Saturday night football game. Right, we're moving on to Sunday fixtures. So we've got West Ham against Man United. Uh, so being a Man United fan, Man United don't really like going to West Ham. And that was even at the Bowling Ground, Upton Park, um, and even at this new Olympic Stadium. Right, last year was different. They played really, They, they beat West Ham and the season before that. I, I distinctly remember Gary Neville smacking his microphone on the floor. Might actually have been last year he'd done that because United played awful last year, if remember rightly, the first half. Generally one of the worst Man United halves that I've seen. Um, there's no love lost between the two clubs. West Ham hate Man United, I completely hate Man United. So the atmosphere is going to be really spicy tomorrow. With, with the fans especially, they'll be really up for it. Could there be a slight European hangover from West Ham at the um, winning on Thursday night, last night? Um, Could potentially happen. Um, They played well against uh, Zagreb. I saw little bits of it last night. They looked like they played well. No Michel Antonio. He's suspended, which is a big blow for West Ham. Big, big blow. But Declan Rice played well. Um, Just, I wonder when there's no Antonio, where the goals are going to come from, so... We'll see what they'll do on Sunday. Ronaldo, he's on fire. Scored three goals in two games already. Pogba, seven assists. One game, one game, he got four. So slightly misleading in that stat, but he's playing well. Bruno Fernandes scoring goals. You look at United's front, and Sancho's got to turn up eventually. Well, he's got to turn up um, soon, but I think he's just trying to get his feet under the ground united so maybe by the time christmas and new year comes around he'll show himself and show why he's worth the 70 million that united paid for he did that last year for dortmund didn't start well but finished the season really strong um so fascinating to watch i will be watching it being a main fan so i will be glued up with my main shirt on wearing it with pride and then depending on what the score is afterwards being really disappointed at the end of it so who knows um the last game we're gonna talk about this weekend in the premiership is spurs versus chelsea so the big london derby north uh, the london derby not north London, in the sarsen um it's between kane and lukaku really the match at the end of the day um who's the better striker i don't know uh, kane is lukaku is they're both phenomenal strikers um for uh, lukaku when it comes to big games he I don't know if he turns up personally. He he went missing a lot when he was at United, and um, he can be a big liability up top. So uh, I think goals. I don't think the Carco will necessarily score this weekend. I think the goals might come from elsewhere for Chelsea. Uh, Tottenham need to bounce back from the three nil loss against Palace. They really need to bounce back. They didn't really play well last night against. Um, Nots I think No it not Who was they playing last night uh, In the Europa Conference League, They didn't really play Fantastically well last night um, What I saw And they just feel like They need to just Bounce back a little bit So they played runs Sorry So they just need to Get back into Winning ways Kane needs to get back Into scoring ways I think he's playing A little bit of catch up Because he didn't have a pre-season There's all the issues Off the field with him If he was going to move to ch- Man City or not So Maybe He's coming back up to speed And maybe After the international break I know it seems like a long way off But it's only two games away That's when we see Harry Kane Being Harry Kane And scoring 20 goals a season So That could be the positivity For Spurs fans I think the game could be really tight I don't I can't see much in it It'll be a 1-0 Or a little 1-0 1-0 draw 1-0 win Either side Um going to be tough it's going to be a in a way it's going to be a hard but fascinating watch to see Tuchel and um uh you know go at it on um Sunday and it'll be a fantastic watch so they're the review they're the sort of the roundup of the games of um of the fixtures that I've picked this week so we've, we've got um let's say first game you've got Newcastle Leeds got Norwich Watford Burnley Arsenal Villa Everton Maynard West Ham Spurs Chelsea to look out for this week they're they're, they're my picks of the Premier League games this weekend you have got other games you've got um, Liverpool Palace you've also got um, on Saturday so you've got Wolves Brentford the first game on Saturday at half twelve you've got Liverpool Palace like I've said Man City Southampton expect goals in that one Man City will score a few goals in that one I feel and then on Sunday, you've also got Brighton-Leicester, which could be a good game. Um, but I think Vardy will be back onto form and scoring a few goals on that. But Brighton are playing well this year. And they're sneaky going under the radar and currently in terms, of top, in terms of the form and where they're currently sitting at the table. So they could be a bit of an issue. Some games to look out for around Europe, especially. Sunday night, you've got Real Madrid against Valencia. This, on paper, is a big game. And in 10, 15 years ago, this was a big game. This year, it is first versus second. Both got 10 points. Both unbeaten. Both are playing well. Um, Real Madrid got that lucky win against Inter Milan on Wednesday night. Valencia haven't had any games midweek. So it seems like they're changing their ways a little bit by what I was hearing from another podcast. So this could be a really big game. This could be a big season for Valencia. Uh, another game in Serie A, which will be on BT Sport, is Juventus against AC Milan. Juventus are struggling at the moment, ever since they lost Ronaldo. They haven't started the season well, and they're looking to pick up some form. They got a big win midweek against Malmo, and AC Milan looked all right against Liverpool, actually. Um, Not necessarily first half, but second half and scored a couple of goals against Liverpool to really sort of make Liverpool panic a little bit. So hopefully this game should be a really good one on Sunday night on BT Sport. Also, another game that's on BT Sport on Sunday night is the League One game against Paris against Lyon. This is one of the games of the night. Two of the biggest teams in France going at it. Could it be Messi's first goal for Paris? um there's no mbappe because he got injured against Bruger on uh, wednesday night as well um leon are scoring but they just lack their consistency as a little bit of controversy with uh, jerome botang at the moment that's going around um so there are slight issues off the field with leon as well as on the field so hopefully that will be a really good game um I can see Messi scoring his first goal again for Paris this weekend. So that will be all over the news and all over Twitter and all that. So there we have it. All right, guys. So that's the um, end of the pot, really. So this is the first, uh, first episode of the Average Football Pod. Hope you've all enjoyed it. Um So I will try and release an episode uh weekly, previewing the games coming up. And um like I say, preview six games of the Premier League and then if there's any other big games to look out for then I'll direct your eyes to it and see if you want a fancy watching that so hope you have a good time hope you enjoyed the weekend and hope you enjoy the football and be safe and I'll speak to you next week see you soon bye